Ah, uh, that's significant. The footings have moved. It's a major defect. Something going on. Okay. G'day and welcome to the Making It With Miles podcast. My name is Miles Clark and on this episode, we will be discussing all things uh, major defects in the home and if you should buy the house or not. Okay, so on this podcast, we have two uh, formats. We have The Shed. This is an episode of The Shed, which is where we discuss all things building and construction, um, all things to do with renovations, uh, real estate through the ends of a building inspector's eyes and also we have the journey the journey is where we talk about our personal development and we double on that double into that every now and then so sit back relax listen if there is any uh information that is beneficial please like subscribe and share it to anyone that may benefit from it if not that's no worries just cancel it and crack on now this discussion, we'll be talking about what a major defect is first, and then we'll go into the technicalities of sort of what makes up a major defect in the property. So to begin, what is a major defect? So specifically, is it's a defect of sufficient magnitude requiring building works to avoid unsafe conditions, loss of function or further worsening of the defective item. Now, that means absolutely nothing to you. What that actually means is a major defect in the property is something that can lead to an excessive amount of cost, excessive work associated with it. It's an issue where as a builder or a professional would walk in, would be shit and bricks and something needs to be done ASAP, okay? As well as that, it also could be a safety issue, um, so like a safety hazard. So it might not be a big job to fix, which most major defects, to be honest, sometimes aren't. Um, might be no handrail on a balcony or something like that. All right, so let's chuck, Let's talk about technically what is a major defect. So we're going to go through it. Water leaks, holes in the roof, we've got wood decay, uneven flooring, electrical issues, handrail damage, weep holes that are covered, termites, mould. Now, all these things are major defects, okay? The water leaks because... If you've got water leaks that are absolutely destroying a wall, it's going to lead to mold. It's going to cause safety issues, all those types of things. Holes in the roof, well, you've got water coming inside the roof cavity, which is going to cause you major problems, all right? Wood decay, this is specific with if it's wood decay of a structural element. Um, if there's wood decay of the fascia board around the house, which is what the gutter goes onto, I wouldn't be too concerned with it. It'd be a minor item for me. But if it's part of the balcony, the second story, that it can collapse the structure, well, shit, yeah, you want to be sorting that out. Uh, uneven floor, which is to do with movement in the home. So if, you know, we've got 20 mil, of, it's, the floor's out 20 mil over two meters, uh, that's significant. The footings have moved. It's a major defect, something going on, okay? Electrical issues, it's usually due to sort of a safety concern. Um, we don't really comment on that as a, a, as a building inspector, but if something's obvious, it's reported on. Handrail damage, again, what we spoke about earlier about safety issues, all right? If your handrail's broken or falling apart and you have the capacity to potentially just knock it and fall down uh two stories well shit that's got to be sorted out weep holes covered all right this is a this is a weird one not people are aware of but like if the soil is built up around the slab of a house uh that, that's a major defect all right all that water is what can get all the surface water can get in through there uh, and it can cause rising damp and all these major issues okay Termites, well, that's a given. Termites can either eat just a little bit of skirting or they can eat half the bloody house. So that's a major issue. And then mold. Mold is 
due to water leaks or poor ventilation, um, it's a health issue. It's a respiratory issue. It needs to be sorted out. It needs to be controlled. It needs to be fixed. Now, uh, in the industry, it's, it's not that common that we come across significantly, significant amounts of uh, major defects in homes. So I've probably done seven, 800 uh, building inspections of individual properties. And based upon that, I would say one in five houses has a major defect, but it's never a major defect to the point that it's going to stop the sale of a property like that you would step back and go, holy shit, I'm not, I'm not in for this. All right. Cause some of the major defects can be something very simple. Like uh, there might be a downpipe underneath the house that's disconnected. So the rectification process is actually quite simple. It's just stick it back together. Uh, but for us, it's a major defect because any water that just starts pooling under the house causes these major issues, footing issues, all sort of stuff. It's, it's a, it's a major concern. It needs to be actioned immediately. Um, so it's not something that's it's very common, but when it you do come across it, you just need to be, especially from your point of view as a buyer, um, it, you need to understand the extent of how major it is um, to ensure you get a good understanding of what's going on. And that's all just through communication with the building inspector. Now, with our building reports, our reports are written in a way, um, sort of two ways. It is a little bit of an ask covering exercise, I believe, but which completely seems fair and reasonable, but we can't go into too much detail about this, 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 we could be this, 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 because we're not professionals in the industry. So what you will probably get, if there are any major defects, it will be usually handled on something else. It's like, all right, we recommend it to an engineer comes out to check that the footings are okay, or we check that, or a plumber comes out to make sure that all the plumbing and walls are okay. But it's just sort of necessary. Like you need to take these steps to ensure you know what the actual root cause of the major defect is. So you can get the crust of it and you can action accordingly. It's super critical. Now, so if you're buying a home and we're talking about major defects in the property, and if you want to continue buying that property, property there are three specific questions that I highly recommend you ask. What is your expectation of the home? If you are buying a house that has major defects and your expectation is to renovate the joint or completely strip it or extend an area or whatever, um, I wouldn't stress too much about the major defect. Um, even if it's something like restumping a home, most of the time that's pretty common to occur when you're buying one of these properties and intend to renovate because you want to get all your in-ground plumbing and all your stump works and stuff done and made sure it's right before you do any renovation works internally because if you don't do it, it's a waste of, complete waste of time. And as well as that, if there are any major defects, say like the bathroom's leaking and it's just going to turn to shit, um, well, it doesn't really matter. You're going to renovate anyway. If the bathroom can last you two years or three years, whenever that time frame is for you to do that renovation project, as long as it can last it out and it's safe, then there's no dramas whatsoever. You know, something to ask yourself during that process. The next question is, what is your budget? What do you have to work with? Now, that is a very common thing that happens often. And us as building inspectors, it's not our job to tell you to buy a house or not to buy a house. We don't really care. We just tell you what the house is all about so you can make an informed decision. But there has been probably out of those 700 inspections, I reckon I've told two people to not buy a house. And the reason is because of this. Their budget, they were just squeezing as much money as they possibly could. That was first-time buyers. And I told them that 
there was major issues that need actioning and it's going to cost them hundred grand. Like there was a lot of work and it just wasn't going to work for them. It just wouldn't work for them. So there's no point going into debt to buy a house that to go even into further debt to fix the house you're about to buy. Um, probably just not a smart decision. So check out your budget. Be mindful of what it is. And um, the next one is more or less, which is the last one, is how much it will cost, all right? So you get this report back from these professionals. You need to understand how much that major defect is going to cost to rectify. As I said earlier, like in some situations, the cost to rectify major defects like 300 bucks. It's a plumber to be there for an hour. It's really bugger all. As well as that, say there's some major defects that, could potentially cost between ten and thirty thousand dollars. It's important to understand what the actual cost is going to be, rather than winging it and hoping for the best. And that's where us as building inspectors, when people ask me these questions, I just say, get, get a quote. It's really not that art. Get some good trades in. Get them out to site. You're still under a contractual obligation to buy the property, or you could exit the contract. In those situations. The agent wants you to buy the house. The vendor wants you to buy the house because they were already happy with it. So they're going to do what they can to help you get through that process of understanding the major defect. There may be a renegotiation process on the price of the home. This de defect may have not been known by any of the parties. Okay, You might just exit the sale completely. It's completely up to you. But ideally, in those situations, what you want to understand is the cost to do that. You get a plumber out to see the plumbing issues. You get an underpinner out to see how much it will cost to underpin the house if there's major issues or restump the house, all those types of things. When you get that cost in line, then you can get an understanding of what your next step will be. If it's something that you're going to try to push onto the seller or it might fall through or then you just go into the next house and buy something that doesn't have major defects. So basically when it comes down to major defects in the home and if you should proceed to buy the house itself, it's those three things. What is your expectation for the home? What are you intending to do to it? Two, what is your budget? Okay, how much money you got left over? Are you already squeezing the juice? And three, how much will that defect cost to fix? Okay, if you can answer these three questions about that major defect in the property itself, it's going to help you make a better informed decision and you'll be kicking goals moving forward. Thanks very much for watching another episode of The Shed. If there's any other questions or queries you have, please leave it in the Q&A section on the Spotify app, I believe. If you found any value, please like, subscribe, share, all those good things, and we will see you on the next episode. Take it easy.